Welcome to the X Podcast. I'm so glad to have my friends with me today. I have Zach. Zach yes. is back. Whoa. Yep. Zach is back. Look at the shirt. Yeah. I wear the shirt every time. Yeah, every time you're on the episode. Yeah, this it's, podcast. My, it's my Wednesday shirt. Okay, so we got Zach is Wait, with hold us. On. Do you have your December pink socks on? Uh mm. no. Okay. Okay. And uh Russ is back. I'm back. Back, back in Better black. than ever. Back, back in black, black too. Back in black as well. And it is the holidays. Mm-hmm. So holiday happy holidays. Season. Yeah. You guys say happy holidays. Happy holidays. I love to you say happy holidays. Merry, no, you say Merry Christmas. Say, say Merry or Christmas. Say, you do. I want to keep. Wait a minute. Okay. So, Christmas. well, let's just go ahead and jump right in. Let's. Because there's Let a lot of articles question. about this. There's nothing wrong with Xmas. I. There is nothing. wrong. I don't think there's historically, anything wrong. historically it was not removing Jesus from Christmas. It was not. Yeah, I would agree. Why? And I saw a post the other day that said if you're really passionate about keeping Christ in Christmas, then uh, feed the hungry. I clothe the poor. Agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. Well, anyways, we we. I mean, our we we have a funny connection to that. Just uh, our church is, and you got an X on your chest. So, anyways, <laughs> our, our our church's name um, is X Church, and you know, when whenever people really ask, I mean, there's a lot of different kind of things that went into that, but I always right. tell them that Kai the the Greek letter for X, capital X, represents Christ. Yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, you can even see that in the old Christendom logo mm-hmm. with the X and the P. And, um, and so, you know, we tell, so what's funny is like when you say Xmas, it's really Christmas, Christmas. right? It's really Christmas. You're, you're not removing Christ, but that, that thought definitely still persists within a lot of people and they feel like, you know, you're secularizing this very secular holiday of, you know, we need to keep Christ in the middle of this holiday and make sure we have the Christmas tree with all the lights and all the presents under it, because that is Christ as, as if Christmas. what is on Hallmark cards is going to impact the world more than how I live. Yeah, right. but I mean it's kind of funny though. You know, we would sit there and say, make sure you keep Christ in Christmas, and I and I, I understand. I think Jesus is central to the story of Christmas, and Correct. it will be in our Christmas experiences and all of that. But what's funny is that we celebrate all the other aspects <laughs> of Christmas that have nothing to do with Jesus, right. but then on the other end, we're yelling, "Keep Christ in Christmas!" So. I understand all that. But anyway, so I just thought it is uh, holiday season mm-hmm. is upon us and it Christmas is. time. It and, is. you know, I noticed that, like, I, I don't know how you guys feel around Christmas. Our family was talking about this a while ago. And um, I love this time of year. Mm-hmm. I love the weather changing. Mm-hmm. I love it getting colder. I don't like it when it gets real cold. It's been a little cold lately. But I like yeah, it when it, I would be good if it, like, me personally, if it got down to the forties, fifties, and didn't get any colder, oh, but yeah. I do like the for a couple the, weeks. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I don't even care. It wouldn't bother me even through the winter. It's just when you get to the cold. You don't stuff. want a good Christmas snow. Uh, once I, or twice. Uh, yeah, I mean, so I'm good if it, I'm good with snow around Christmas time. I actually yeah. am. I feel like it all fits into the feels of the holiday. I think there's something about um, the cool weather. You know, hot chocolate. Fire. Christmas lights, a fire going, you know, that that just add to the coziness of the holidays. It right. was really cool this time last year uh, after we were, we were, I think it was when we were wrapping up our last Christmas experience. It started snowing. We have those big yeah. glass windows. windows. Yeah. And we come out and it was, it, it felt like a Christmas movie. It did. It was just 
it and awesome. I love that. Yeah. I, I like that. I'm good if it were like right after Christmas mm-hmm. or even after New Year. Fine. You can say if it went right to the 60s and 70s for the rest of the year in sunshine. I'd yes. be, or not the rest of the year, but the, the winter. I would love that. Mm-hmm. But I do like it because I think it adds to kind of the feeling yeah, of yeah. the season. There is something. I, I don't ever feel um, a season much like I do Christmas season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what I mean? Winter is like, like this dense season. Yeah, Does that makes sense. Like, there's just a dense. lot. It's, it's, the it's, air is dense. The, it's just it's, it's, it's dense. You've food, people huddle in coffee shops yeah. and restaurants. Cozy, warm. It's co- people think That's more, the, feel more. Like, yeah. I just feel like it's, there um, is something about it. And so I think what, what I, when I was thinking about this in the holidays, here's what I was thinking: uh, whenever you feel more, because mm-hmm. you do, I think there's something about just even the decor, mm-hmm. the decorations, the presents, the the way it is in the shopping malls and just you can you know how you can feel yes. the energy yeah there's an energy yeah. when right. you go into these spaces right. and so i think you feel more and i think you feel really high highs mm-hmm. right you you feel it feels festive you go over and hang out with family there's giving gifts there's it's fun we have great mm-hmm. christmas eve night is always You're fun great. my wife still buys pajamas for my grown kids still, still. Mm. and husbands no Every once in a while, she give me pants, but I tell her, "Don't spend money on me with pajamas. I'm not wearing them." And um, are you attacking Russia right now? I don't know. I hear a lot of jets flying overhead. Okay. Um, you know, and so you you have you have all those feels that are great when life is great. Yeah. But I think we have to understand that in a season where we all talk about how much we feel the season, it feels great. There are also a lot of people yeah. that feel the really the, the, the lows, lows are really low. Yeah. yeah. And I think it can be easy sometimes that if, if you're not in a place like that, mm-hmm. that we can really kind of be oblivious mm-hmm. to how a lot of people feel in this season. Yeah. They talk mm-hmm. about a blue Christmas or people. And I, I think about the last, um, really, you know, last two Christmases, right. this one, and I should say the last one, and going through this pandemic, and you think about how many uh, lives have been lost. And, you know, it, I remember like early in twenty. Uh, the first half of the year, two-third year, I was kind of like, you know, I don't personally know anyone that's died from COVID. Mm-hmm. I, I can't say that today. Yeah. My guess is you guys can't say yeah. that either. Right. Yeah. Like, I feel like we all know people. Maybe you've had close people and friends, you know. Mm-hmm. And so all of a sudden it just gets real. Mm-hmm. And so the time when you think about family and gathering and fun and all this, and now you got one less seat at the dinner table yeah. for Christmas dinner or something, it just it gets it gets real. And oh, yeah. so I, I just yeah. thought maybe it, it would be important to talk about it. I think people that are dealing with depression or anxiety are probably going to feel it in a greater level mm-hmm. during the season. Yeah. yeah, I felt that in a very keen way Thanksgiving because mm-hmm. it was actually in – early December that my of last year that my uncle died of COVID. Mm. And so Thanksgiving is always usually that aunt and uncle, yeah. that yeah. side of the family. Yeah. yeah. So we had them all over at our house, which usually would be at their house. Mm. And and it was actually it was weird. It was a it was it was a lot of as life is many times, a lot of joy and sorrow mingled. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. it was actually a good time. Yeah. Spirits True. were I was cause I wondered how it'd be. Spirits were surprisingly high, but then I'm looking over at my aunt at times, and I see her in moments yeah. kind of disappear mm-hmm. in her own mind. And yeah. I'm like, this is her first Thanksgiving. That's tough. Without yeah. her husband. Yeah. Um, and you could feel it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and they start talking, and they start telling stories. And my mom's sitting by me, and, you know, to hear your mom cry, my mom starts tearing up, telling stories about him. Mm-hmm. And you can tell it's still tough. And, and uh, 
Yeah, I just think whether it's relational or it's, you know, this time last year, I mean, I, in one of, a couple of the episodes I talked about it, but this time last year, for some reason, was really kind of emotionally tough for me. It was, mm-hmm. I, I think I still hadn't seen my parents all year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It was a full year of quarantine, live alone, had yeah. some interpersonal stuff. And it was just one of those, I remember I was just like uh, unusually yeah. low for me. And, um, and so, yeah, it's, it's, it's an interesting thing to navigate depending on where people are in their season of life and what's going on. Yeah. I think it's one of those things, too, where anytime you're mixing that with also family dynamics yeah, uh, and the things that come into play with that, uh, you know, I know um, just anytime you get people together, especially with what we've walked through over the last year plus uh, in our culture where you have all sorts of uh, hot button things that have really drawn these sharp cultural yeah. lines mm-hmm. um and if, if if it's true in our culture i know it's true in our family experiences mm-hmm. uh and so you know you could be experiencing just all the emotions that come from some of the things we've been talking about but also stepping into very real moments mm-hmm. where you're mm-hmm. going to be interacting with people or different things uh that might think differently than you or might uh you know just operate differently than you do and it's always a, a crazy mixture when you bring mm-hmm. those things together and i think one question that's worth asking is how do you like what do you do when you begin to feel that way or or well i think i think just a few different things i think you know just how do you make it through a season like this depending on your you know where you come from and how do you i think um how do you i think it's important if you're not in a place where you've experienced that loss Mm -hmm. or you know you're you know life is maybe good for you right now I think it's important to be very cognizant of those around you that aren't. I think if, you know, like pay attention to family members that maybe have lost someone Mm -hmm. in the season, because I know like myself, I, I, such a busy season for me and for our church and our family that I am just like, I am focused the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. And I just think it's real easy for me to not maybe pause and go, I wonder how, how she's handling this right now. Yeah, what right. does it look like for me to maybe reach out and go, Hey, I'm thinking about yeah, you. Right. And I, I don't, I know this must be a really difficult time. And, yeah. or, or maybe, you know, somebody in your, um, environment, your circle that maybe, um, they lost someone and they don't have family around yeah. or they don't have what they used to have. Maybe it's time to kind of open your thing and say, Hey, why don't you come over yeah. on Christmas day? Or, you right. know what? I think a lot of times we, we forget, is um you know we, we can be sometimes so consumed especially if you're a family and you got you know you got kids and you got all this stuff you, you think about christmas morning and you're doing all that and you have fun but the, then there's the rest of that day and it's like hey maybe there's somebody that you could reach out to maybe there's somebody you go hey you want to go get lunch what's right. open you well, know you, go, yeah. you know what i mean so right. I, I think it's important that we're we're cognizant of that yeah. that those around us that are maybe going through it um but then i think there's also the other side of that which is how do we also handle being thrust into environments with you know family and friends it, knowing that relationships have been fractured over the last yeah. year two years yeah. how how do we walk through that and so you know i guess maybe that is a great question for us that maybe this will be helpful maybe you're yeah. gonna you're gonna be um going to some family gatherings and it's been tense yeah mm-hmm. how do yeah. you manage the tension of those so how have you managed the tension <laughs> Of walking into just environments and spaces, like is you, you have any thoughts about that oh, tension? Wow. Um, well, let, let's, like you said, it's, it's a couple different things. So let maybe, um, maybe 
with our collective minds together, we can put together a, a rough shot handbook of yeah. surviving, navigating the holidays. I think number one, if you're an emotionally low place, mm -hmm. I, I think a few handles would be, you know, one of the one of the problems with big days is we put such expectation on it. Mm. Yeah, it, it, it's disappointing because we put this almost internal pressure mm -hmm. that comes from societal pressure. It's going to look a certain way. It's going to look a certain way. Yeah. It felt this way. Now it needs to feel this way. Yeah. And then whatever you're feel like you're suffering loss of when you see other people in the Hallmark movies or other people that are enjoying mm -hmm. what you don't have is like salt in the wound. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I think if possible, in, an internal posture would be I'm going to take the pressure off. This is. A Tuesday, I'm going to make it through Tuesday. There's a Wednesday, I'm going to make it through Wednesday. Mm -hmm. Christmas is, if, if you're in a great place in life, soak up every moment. Yeah. But if you're in a lonely place, this is another day. You're going to get through this day. Yeah. There will be future Christmases where you're not going to feel that way and yeah. that you're going to enjoy. So try to take your eyes off yourself. Well, you know, A really simple pick-me-up that helps is to uh, uh, serve others. Yeah. So... One of, one of the, especially if you're in a down season, one of the greatest uh, contributors to your sadness is self-pity because you're focusing on yourself. Mm -hmm. So if there's a way to serve others. Another thing is don't isolate. I mentioned this um, in one of the other podcasts, but I've tried to make a more concerted effort, especially in seasons where maybe I don't feel like being around community, mm -hmm. unless it's something that's going to drain me. But if it's, if it's, it's going to be around people that I know love me, that I'm gonna, there's going to be good laughter, good food, good time i've tried to make myself choose to lean in even if i don't internally feel like it yeah, yeah. yeah. so don't isolate try not to put the focus on yourself try to alleviate the pressure and be okay name what you feel yeah, yeah. process well i was gonna say yeah, that, that's what i was gonna add i was gonna say that for me uh i know that a lot of times my emotions don't come out in the form of maybe sadness or mm -hmm. loneliness or things like that uh, it, it can come through in feelings of uh, like hurry or stress, mm -hmm. like uh, I feel like I'm running around trying to do everything, uh, or just uh, anger. Like I'm, I yeah. find myself frustrated yeah. with either my spouse or my kids or mm -hmm. yeah. or what I'm doing, and and it's not because of what they're doing that mm -hmm. is causing that, but it's because of maybe something I'm feeling because of the season. Yeah. Yeah. And so slowing down to take time to realize where is your pain coming from, or right. where, where is that emotion coming from? That's something I think. We all should be doing Yeah, this. I yeah. think, too, one of the things that if you're going to some family gatherings where um, there is a change in um, whether it's maybe someone's passed away, um, you know, because we've all been in those situations where the family looks different. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and especially when it's new. You know, I, I remember doing that when, like, we would do family gatherings with, my, you know, my wife's grandparents, and then, you know, one passes away, then, you know, my grandma, her grandmother passed away, and then, you know, those those kind of moments felt a little bit different. Then her grandfather passed away, you know what I mean? Yeah. So those gatherings kind of felt different. I, I think I think one of the things I would add to that is, especially if there's someone there who's, it's fresh and a part of it, I, I just think, thinking, um, not trying to ignore it, mm -hmm. right. but rather like, how can you honor right. that person or the memory of mm -hmm. that person in those kind of seasons and moments? You know, it won't be like that forever. Right. But but I I do think it's like you say, naming it. It's like you know, I think you can have both um, 
there can be levels of experiencing both sadness and joy at the same time. Yes. Right. Yeah. I know you. I know maybe you don't feel like you can, but there are ways that you can do that. Yeah. There can be the joy, the memory of them and what you had, mm-hmm. but there's the sadness that they're not there. And you hope yeah. over time that the sadness begins to dissipate, yeah. you know, and hopefully it's just the, it's joy restores yeah. again and their memory. But I do think it's. I, I that's my personal. I think is allowing it to to be real and in think, that moment and celebrate I think that them. Tension is so important because, uh, and again, it depends on the the depth of the yeah. loss. Yeah. yeah. If yeah. it's a spouse of fifty years and you just lost them last week, yeah. Don't put pressure on yourself of how you need to feel. Yeah. Right? But if if you are at a low grade level sadness, allow yourself the space to grieve in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. Right. But at the same time. Also, keep yourself a little bit of accountability of perspective. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because if you're not careful, what what if you're so focused on what you've lost, it can blind you to what you still have, and you miss right. precious moments. Yeah. Right. I can't tell you how many times, like in high school or college, like I was just stuck in my head because the loss of a relationship with a girl, and looking back, thinking, I how many people would have killed to have their parents with them like that? Mm-hmm. I was around family. I was I was in precious moments I wouldn't get back mm-hmm. with loved ones and family. But I missed those moments because I was in my head about what I didn't have, mm-hmm. and so I think I, I think it's really important to keep that healthy balance yeah. of I'm going to allow myself space to feel what I feel, but I'm also going to choose to the best of my ability, depending on the depth of the circumstance and what mm-hmm. I'm going through, to be able to lean into the moment, mm-hmm. not isolate, right. not miss the precious moments. I may never get back with the people that I love. That's right. good. On the flip side, I think. You know, you might not be going through that yourself, but you could be, like you said, um, uh, there could be someone in your family who's walking through that, or you mm-hmm. could have friends or, or, or coworkers or even other people who have experienced that. And I think slowing down to, to notice those people mm-hmm. yeah. and to notice those things. I mean, like you said, what does it look like to to pause in the middle of a busy season in which culturally we tend to make it really about ourselves and what we're doing and what we're doing as a family where we're going and say no i'm gonna stop and i'm gonna just take stock of what people have gone through as i'm stepping into a room that's good and how you and just carrying that mindset of like hey i'm gonna go into this place how can i be a light yeah in this place and, and be someone who can bring joy and hope from the season, because Christmas yeah. can be a season full of joy and hope. Right. Yeah. And how can I bring that into the room well, that I'm Well, it sounds really into? spiritual, but stay anchored in, I hate to even say the reason for the season. No, say but, it. I love but, it. But, the reason <laughs> for the season. But, Jesus is the reason, reason for, for the, the season. season. But I mean, Christmas, Jesus entered humanity's mess yes, right. in what was not a Hallmark movie no, moment. Right. And I, th- I think some of the times where the, the presence of Jesus and the love and hope that he offers can be sweetest right. yeah. is actually in our most painful times. Right. To not run from him, but to say, I'm going to walk in the middle of this pain with his presence yeah. through this season. The whole beauty of Christmas is Emmanuel. God is with us. He's yeah. with us in the good times. He's with us yeah. in the bad times. That's the message of Christmas. I also think that how you walk into every one of your, you know, whether it's... Um, your family gatherings, your work gatherings, I think as well, there's there's the one side where people maybe experience loss and or they're going through something because it's not just always the, yeah. it could be you, you lost um, a business mm-hmm. over this season. It could be that you lost a marriage. Mm-hmm. It could, you know, it could be you lost a dream that you thought you were going to have and it didn't work out, you know? Right. So I think there's a lot of different loss that we're all dealing with because of the pandemic mm-hmm. and then life. 
And so I think being aware of that and and um, bringing hope and encouragement into that, but I also think it's equally important to be aware of the environments we're walking into when we see the tension yeah. of our yes. culture today. Yes. And I think so it's like if you're going to look at two sides of like, I'm going to walk into this with love and knowing that there are people who are hurting. Mm-hmm. I'm also going to walk into the situations that are tense because of um, ideologies, because of political division, because of whatever. And I'm going to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk into those with love. Mm-hmm. And I'm not going to use family gatherings yeah. as the place where I'm <laughs> going to get my point across right. that I've been sitting on for two weeks. Right. Yeah, right. Because I can't wait until yeah. I get together so I can tell them, you know. Patrick Zachary, do you have any um, family tensions or disagreements? Uh, definitely family tensions. So tell us about some of these. I don't. That's uh, interesting. I'd love to hear are it. You, you say you don't? I think we all do. No, I didn't say I don't. No, he uh, said he doesn't. I uh, said I want to hear about them. You want to hear about them? Yes. Maybe that's the story for another day. <laughs> oh, okay. What I was going to say was I, I think, uh, and this is not my original idea, so I don't want to take credit for it, but I also don't remember You're my welcome. source. You can use it. Um, but I'm just going to go ahead and say go it. Go ahead. Not hopefully for the books. Oh, book plug right there. Shameless book plug. <laughs> no, I thought you were going to say, here's how to have hope for the wilderness. I'm like, uh, there you go. Take it, steal no, it. Okay, it. no, here's what I was going to say. <laughs> Uh, it's really easy when you're walking into those uh, moments that are full of tension, mm-hmm. especially when you're seeing family members that maybe you only see once or twice a year, mm-hmm. uh, to view them uh, based off their social media feed from mm-hmm. the whole year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you walk into that uh, room or environment and you don't see them. Yeah. You just see what they've been posting all year. Yeah. yeah. And I just want to say, if that's you and that's what you're carrying into a space, mm-hmm. you're probably not carrying a healthy view, or uh, you're definitely not carrying the whole picture. The whole picture, right? Yes, into that room. And so, I just want to encourage you. What does it look like as you're stepping into those moments, not to just bring that into it, but just to bring the fact that hey, there's another human here yeah. who has their own perspectives and their own reasons for maybe why they're posting or doing what they're doing, and not just assume all these things as you're stepping into those rooms. Either of you remember or heard the name Kirsten Powers? Do you remember this name? No. So she was a um, she was a Fox News host contributor okay. for many many years, um, and uh, I, I mean you know every, people across the board politically, but generally speaking, Fox News conservative, CNN more liberal. Really? Like, yeah. I mean, never heard that. Before. I'm just kidding. I mean, unless you're someone you know. Anyways, I'm just kidding. Yes. But um, but she was probably one of the more nuanced. Um, contributors. In fact, uh, she, her, and I don't know if anybody remembers Bill O'Reilly. They'd get in, mm-hmm. they'd get in little debates every once in a while. Anyways, she ended up um, stepping away from Fox News. Uh, she now she's a CNN contributor, and I think even on the CNN side, she's one of their more nuanced. But anyway, she always reminded me of my sister, and I just loved how whatever network she was working for, she was kind of the devil's advocate. Mm. Um, and she always came t- uh, across to me as very um, articulate, winsome, nuanced, intelligent. Um, she ended up, on a faith perspective, interesting note, um, becoming a Christian about seven years ago. Uh-huh. But uh, I recently, on Ian Cron, Ian Crone, mm-hmm. who mm-hmm. kind of repopularized the whole Enneagram thing, sorry, yep. like, um, he had a podcast where he had her on the other day, and she was sharing about how throughout COVID, people would always say, comment about how intelligent, how respectful, how they much appreciate her candor, her mm-hmm. demeanor, her approach. Yeah. She said, but what they didn't realize is, internally, even though she knew how to project that, she had become really bitter yeah. and angry yeah. 
towards um, the extreme. She'd become very judgmental, very harsh, Mm. and she did not like what was happening to her. So anyways, Mm. out of this, she went on a journey. The whole episode is fascinating. And I don't know if this episode will come out in time for anybody to order this in case they wanted to, but she ended up writing a book uh, on um, how to navigate. It's called like Grace and something something with the title Grace in it. But Kirsten Powers, you Google it, and it's how to uh, with family tensions, friend tensions, mm. how to navigate that, especially in holidays and reunions. Man, we need to have her on here. I know, yeah, I know. Like the expert. Um, so she I haven't read it yet, but yeah. but it but it is such a great thing too because I know we've had conversations about this and we've all. So, I mean, what, what, if you were to put some handles on how do you, I mean, you know, the cliches are, of course, when you, you have to decide at the end of the day when you're going into your friendships and yeah. relationships and family, are you, are you trying to win the argument or win the relationship? Yeah. Are you going to go in with humility or are you going with love? Are you going in to make a point? Are you going into, and we know all that, but what are some practical ways to maybe philosophically, even practically uh, approach those kind of moments? If Because there's been so many articles lately that, um, family tensions politically are the worst they've been in decades. Oh yeah. I mean, families are divided. I, I saw something, regardless of whether you like Trump or hate Trump, I saw something six years or six months ago that said um, uh, the Trump presidency has ended, and so have many relationships. Mm. Um, and we live in times that wherever you're at on the spectrum, relationships are fractured, tense, lifelong ones, family ones. And so I'm curious if we were to try to mm. rough in a, uh, a handbook of some practicals of how to navigate that. What would y'all? Well, first of all, I wouldn't bring stuff up if you don't have to, right? (laughs) Yes, yes. (laughs) I mean, it's just me. I wouldn't bring things up. But, you know, I think think one of the things that we can do is, uh, again, this is almost you have to posture yourself. Mm -hmm. Um, Where where can we find agreement? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I think rather than highlighting where we disagree, Mm -hmm. you know, you can highlight what you do agree on. Yeah. And so even if there are parts inside of you that go, oh, I just want to say something to that, and I want to speak to that, you know, uh, at the end of the day, I would imagine that we can probably, if you were to talk long enough and we were all open and honest enough, we could probably all find something we agree on, even in the very divisive time. We all have more common ground than we have differences. We do, but we never do it. And I think it can start, and one of the ways we can do it that probably diffuses the tension is if we celebrate what we agree on. So even if the conversation comes up and you know, it's like, man, I do not agree with what they're saying on this and this, but then they say this, and you kind of do partially agree. Say You you can, in that moment, I think, find the common ground, Mm -hmm. you know. And so I I think, I just don't think we try hard enough. Right, right. So to me, I think if you do that, I think that's a great first start. Mm-hmm. That's the first step that I would do. Look for common ground mm-hmm. doing there. I wouldn't bring stuff up personally. No. Yeah, but, but, okay, but I'm going to play devil's advocate on yeah. that, though. Okay. Or go ahead. Well, what I was going to say, kind of in line with that, I don't know how this is going to come out, but I think for me it's almost posturing myself in such a way that yeah, I'm not going to look to start a fight or just to, end to, it to jump in yeah, exactly no but like but 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 what does that mean? but not being afraid when you're asked a question yeah so like be, be i think sometimes uh you can go into these types of moments almost like deer in the headlights like i'm just hoping no one talks to me about this and then it becomes more tense yeah. it becomes more tense. Yeah. so i'm just saying if you're walking into this environment you you probably know what the hot button topics are you probably right. know what things are going to come up just be ready and, and prepared like 
to give a response yes. yeah. when something yeah. comes That's up. That's great, because prepare, and, and prepare yourself emotionally and decide Correct. ahead yes. of time. Correct. I'm not going to lose it. Yeah, yes. that, you, that we all hopefully are adults enough to have self-control. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. And not yell and not devolve yeah. into saying things we're going to regret. That's good. Yeah. Um, and but, you but, know people are going to bait you. And, yes. There's certain people. But the that reason you know. I want to nuance that because yeah. there is there is wisdom in okay. There's certain topics. Maybe everybody is so opinionated yeah. and so that you just can't bring it up without it being like a ticking time bomb. But I, I think I've made the mistake I've noticed in the last year and a half um, on the other on the other end where I feel like at times with lifelong friends or family, I'm so like I know this is not going to go well that I've avoided it. To where it actually became this elephant in the corner that I think even put an even bigger wedge, mm-hmm. because we always knew there was something unspoken that we needed to at least. Yeah, but I'm it, not sure holiday parties are the place no, to no, do no. that. that. Exactly, that's right. my point. I wouldn't right. bring it up. What I was going to nuance is if there's a way without it ruining the friendship, yeah, without it ruining the relationship ahead of time, to maybe even just say, okay, we're going to be getting together. This next week, hey, how's it going? Like you said, celebrate more of what you have in common, but just be like, hey, like I know we have differences on this. Right. Maybe, maybe even if, if, if so, we should set a time. We should get together. <laughs> but maybe <laughs> if there, even out. if there's just a preliminary yeah. breaking of the ice and acknowledging, yeah. hey, we know we disagree yeah. on this. Yeah. But going into maybe it's, just, it's something as simple as, hey, we probably are both at a place of our emotional height in this right now is to a place where it's not we're not ready to talk about it yet. But before we go into this weekend at Christmas, can we just at least um, have a preliminary conversation to acknowledge we have differences, but we got way more in common than anything else. And I just want to tell you, I care way more about you Mm -hmm. and I and who you are in my eyes and just celebrate. And I I don't know if there's a way to affirm each other because what you said is true. It is very hard Mm -hmm. um, to not draw assumptions and emotions and feelings yeah. when that person you know you know when it, that person that to you is that guy or that girl yeah. that's always posting that kind of yeah. stuff that yeah. makes you eye roll and cringe and die inside right. it is really hard if you see them especially on a consistent basis post that to not have a new image in your yeah. mind that hangs over that person right. instead of the human being that you've come to love and to yeah. know and that you and that they may view mm-hmm. life differently than you but that doesn't mean they're not valuable yeah. or their heart's not good or they're yeah i like the i like the point I think that's a, a great point to um, prepare something before yes. you go in. Like, y- you can't always prepare for everything, but I think you can prepare emotionally to go. And yes. you know what? I'm not going to, yeah. I just, I'm not going to get into, you know, yeah. these conversations. And, you know, because a lot of times, you, you common people who share common views when you get into these kind of gatherings, they end up talking about it because they love it because there's right. something about when you know everybody at the table yeah. agrees with what you agree with mm-hmm. that it's fun because yes. the enemy isn't there and you can dehumanize them so mm-hmm. then you can just kind of go out can you believe it I can't believe it. you know right. and and so we all kind of love to do that you find a brotherhood a commonality right. whenever yeah. there you know what's interesting is when people are having those conversations because a lot of times when people have those kind of conversations without being aware mm-hmm. that the those around them may not share those same feeling because they're so we all agree everything's great and 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 you know those around don't 
Um, I think those are the moments where you choose and you go, okay, I'm not going to step into this just to make a point. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I'm going to use wisdom. Right. 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 Just, that thing that's the biggest thing. Use wisdom, but you right. have to pre-decide. Yes. Mm-hmm. Wisdom what, is pre-deciding. Yes. It's not allowing yeah. emotions to take over. It's just I'm not, and I agree with you. It's like, hey, if somebody says, what do you think about so and so, then you know, don't be afraid have to be an, honest. Then have an answer. Say, you Same know, I know this and this, but do it with humility. Right. right. You know, don't do it in an antagonistic way where you're going right. to try to pick a fight and it, try to like, and you know. And say something that you know is really there. Correct. We yeah. all know what it's like to practice the conversations of how we want to tell people off. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. But it was. But what if we practice the conversations of how we're going to diffuse? Yeah. Right? And how and, we're going to. And sorry, I wanted to look up in case anybody wanted. This is um, uh, Kirsten Powers. The book is mm-hmm. called Saving Grace. It does have that phrase we love: "Speak your truth." Which I don't love that, but um, but the the subtitle is "Speak your truth, stay centered, and learn to coexist with people who drive you nuts." Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Saving Grace by Kirsten Powers. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we should do an episode on on that. That'd be good. Yeah, That'd be good. We should do an episode on truth, mm-hmm. speaking your own truth. That would be great. We should do that. that. Would be good. Like, it what would. is truth? Yeah, we should do that. We'll do that maybe the next one. Yeah, yes. we'll do another one. Yeah. But I, I agree. I think these are all really you know good things. I think the important thing for us just to remember is that how we carry ourselves into those personal gatherings and these things will leave a mark mm-hmm. you're going to leave a a mark yeah. of you of yourself yeah. that they're going to remember, remember. regardless yeah. of what you do post that's going to carry to the next time yep I, sorry and i know so you're, I think that's I, important i know you're wrapping up but that there is something you just said um related to that that last time i was in greenville i tried to remind myself that's it's i think it's been helpful for me and what i've tried to tell myself is this and this first part may not be true, but what I tell myself is five or ten years from now, mm-hmm. this political climate yeah. will probably look different. Look different. Yeah. The circumstances will probably look different. It's good. But how I navigate this relationally mm-hmm. right now will impact what where we are in five or ten years. That's so good. Yeah. And so trying to keep that in my mind, because I feel so passionate about this issue right now. But I felt really passionate about a different issue a year ago. Or you can feel or, really passionate about this candidate. Right. That right. I don't care if they get elected twice. Right. right. They're not going to be around, right. but they're still going to be your right. family member. Right. right. But right. is that so. worth having one less valuable human being in my life? Yeah. Right. Because I can't control my emotions and how I feel about that in this moment. Right. Yeah. And I think always remembering that that the goal of life should be at least I, I think is elevate especially in this arena put people before politics yeah mm-hmm. that's good put people before your preferences yeah mm-hmm. so if we would operate with that order mm-hmm. that you know what they like you said they matter to me their relationship matters mm-hmm. to me i think what what is so hard is that um prior to the last year and a half that we had a picture of the people in our lives that they all thought the same way and believed what we did. And mm-hmm. then the moment they didn't, they changed for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it was like, okay, mm-hmm. I don't know that I like them as much. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, these are some of the things that we did, yeah. and it's because it never came out. And because yeah, we yeah. were never put into an environment pressure cooker yeah. where what you saw came out. And mm-hmm. so I, I think we need to do the work of trying to actually restore yeah. what was there before and yeah. i think if we do we'll get back to that place it's not a naive thing but we'll get back to that place of seeing the person and not the politics and yeah. because everybody that has certain preferences 
certain politics. We have to understand it has a lot to do yeah. with where they came from, mm-hmm. has a lot to do with how they were raised, yep. has a lot to do with things that might have happened in their life, and there's mm-hmm. reasons why they hold those yep. values. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why they hold those issues yeah. so closely at hand. And if we can do that and, and see the person yeah. through it, then I think it changes Jesus it. Jesus said, maybe this is the challenge for holiday season on this end. Jesus said, blessed are the peacemakers, mm-hmm. not blessed are the debate winners. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And if we can be the kind of people with enough emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. enough personal self-control, yeah. and enough spiritual depth to actually make peace, mm-hmm. uh, I think five years from now we'll be really, really happy about it. I, I love what I love to just to wrap that up. What Paul came along and said, he said, as far as it depends upon you, live in peace with others. with others. As far as it depends upon you. Yeah. So here's the thing. At the end of the day, you're going to go to some holiday functions, some gatherings. Yeah. You're going to be around maybe family you haven't been around for a while. Wow. Your your role to take into that as far as it depends on me. Yeah. I am not responsible for what they say and i but i am responsible for what i say in response right to what they say Mm -hmm. so as far as it depends upon me i'm going to live at peace be at peace with everyone yeah and so that to me should be kind of the marching orders as we kind of go in i i think whether this season uh highlights a a low point Mm -hmm. in your life right i just want you to know that um that that we kind of did this episode because we wanted to we wanted to at least acknowledge that right. for you and say if you're someone who listens and you watch this and yeah. you feel lonely you're going through something our heart goes out to you in this season and we, we want to make sure that we see you and if you don't have a community that knows you and sees you then come to x church and come to christmas and and we you're going to find people who are going to love you and yeah. see you yeah and uh and and if you're going to walk into a, a christmas uh function Let's do it with love, and let's do it in a way that honors Christ. I mean, we're here to celebrate his birthday. It's the worst thing we can do is go in to celebrate his birthday and then not live in a way that honors him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you know, anyway. So, anyways, happy holidays. Happy holidays. Happy holidays. Uh, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Is and Alpha you're going to say, Christmas and you're going to say what to me? Merry Christmas. No, you were going to say what to me? Merry and Christmas. a happy new year. And a happy new year. And you were going to say what to me? I don't know. Happy what? Hanukkah. Happy we Hanukkah. Say? <laughs> we going to say? Anyways. Okay. So. Anyways. No, we don't have Elf. We don't have Elf. Elf on the shelf? Or, no, men, I, I, or mench I, I, on a bench. I was, I was gonna, we don't have any, any, either of those. I was going to ask, is Elf a top five Christmas movie? Yes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Elf's definitely a top Actually, five Zach Christmas movie. not like it. Zachary, uh, yeah. Not, well. Not. That's a debate for another time. Okay. But we all know it's true. So, it's anyways, true. we know that you have a really bad taste in Christmas music <laughs> yeah. and Christmas I, movies. I, I so, guess, anyways. I, I don't. So, hey, thank you for hanging with us. We just want to say happy holidays. Uh, on behalf of the X Podcast, we're so glad to have you with us. And uh, if you know somebody that maybe is going through kind of a low season around the holidays, maybe you would share this episode with them. And maybe just even in the conversation, it will at least encourage them, give them a little bit of a different perspective. And maybe send this episode to your family members before <laughs> the family That's gathering an and go. say, hey, guys, we want you all to watch or listen to this episode. <laughs> before we get together so we can have a holly jolly Christmas. Anyways, we love you guys. Thank you for tuning in. As always, subscribe, and we would love for you to share it with anybody and everybody. Rate, review. It helps us get the word out. Anyways, until next time, we'll see you later.